Welcome to another episode of the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. Now buckle up, you fine scale freaks. Why can't a steam locomotive sit down? Because it's got a tender behind. <laughs> hey everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of... Is it 19 already? 19, man. Episode 19 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley from HO Scale Customs. I hope you liked our lame joke in the beginning. Uh, that was a last minute thing that we did on a whim. And uh, it was pretty lame. I'll, <laughs> that I'll was admit, damn I, lame, man. I, I was embarrassed at myself for that joke. So, That's one of those things that you hear. You go to a show or something and you... Yeah, the guy is standing there with a choo-choo train hat on, or whatever they call the conductor hat. Choo-choo. You just expect him to. He's wearing overalls and stuff. And right. uh, man, uh, I couldn't go to a show like that, man. I, no. I, I, well, I couldn't go dress like think, that. Uh, I think we might keep the train jokes going. We'll do one every week. We'll do a lame. We'll do a lame. We'll do the lame train joke of the week. Yeah. And, They'll all be clean, but we'll we'll make sure there's some really corny jokes in there. Oh yeah, man, we keep everything pretty much PG seventeen eh, yeah, R kind of. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm um, you know I'm, I'm a little tired this week for the podcast because I spent the whole evening with you last night driving yeah. me back and forth to Gettysburg because I lost my I locked my keys in the car. That was a fun <laughs> night. Yeah, it was a long night. It was like after ten till I got home, and oh, uh, that was a nightmare. But uh, it's all right, man. We I've I've locked my keys in the car before. I knew, you know, it happens. Oh, it happens. happens. Yeah, but it still makes you. We had a good time. We got we got the swing set up set up for the. We got to spend a bunch of good quality time together. Yay! We're making memories. Making memories. Choo choo! All right. So. All right. Well, anyways, so (laughs) I'm running on a little tiny bit of sleep because we also got up early in the morning. Yeah, me too, man. Late last night. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm sitting outside for tonight's podcast because it's finally nice out. Uh, uh, that big, we had a big thunderstorm blow over, and uh, it missed it's nice us. out again. So it missed I'm, me, I'm man. Outside with the what? It missed me. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sitting outside for the podcast now, and uh, you know, just chilling out, drinking chilling. a beer. It's a beautiful and, night. Out. Uh, Drinking my adult beverage and doing a podcast. Me too. I so, got my uh, uh, my beverage of choice sitting on the workbench. There you go. And uh, I am indoors, and it is beautiful out there. I know so, it's too nice. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's let's uh what, let's so crack what this is going podcast on this week? Here. What have we done this week? Yeah, I all mean, right, well, I'll just take it from you here. So this week, I spent. Much of the weekend working on the Tucker factory from Carolina Craftsman Kits. Mm-hmm. I have everything. I have everything done and painted in the disassembled form, and now all I have to do is glue it together and throw the roof and stuff on. So that's a monster kit, all, man. And all the trim pieces. But I spent much of the weekend doing all the windows, doing all the trim, all the detail parts. I painted um, everything's painted and ready to go. I just have to put it all together now. Ah. So, um, look, what you showed me looks good. It's all cut to size. It's all ready to go. 
that's going to be a big kit and a giant footprint on the layout, but I think it's going to make it. It's going to turn that yeah, whole gonna, one end into – it's going to really nice, it's gonna look cover, nice. It, it's going to cover a lot of our layout. So yeah. actually, hold on. We need to back this up a little bit. We had we have to cover one thing before we get too far into this, and I apologize, Ron, but uh, we got a new patron on our Patreon page. I want to thank Ron Perry. He – Signed up to be a patron on patreon.com forward slash HOScale Customs. We sent him his sticker, so you should have your sticker pretty soon, Ron. I know your uh, the shipping time might be a little longer because of where you're at, but uh, we got the sticker out to you on Friday, and we want to thank you for becoming a patron to our page. Um, yep. and in six months, I think you'll get the other, you have another thing coming to you. So, uh, again, Thanks, guys, and if you want to become a patron like Ron and a few of our other guests the last p- past couple weeks, um, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Customs, and you can become a patron. You can help us out. Um, a couple people who left comments last week. Thanks, Ron. About they weren't. I just wanted to say what? thanks. I said thanks, Ron. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Ron. Yep. A couple people A couple people left comments last week that were saying, um, oh, by the way, Ron, your models are awesome. We see you all over Facebook. Yeah, and you do a great job. Yeah, uh, we you know we love seeing your stuff. So keep yeah, it you're up. an excellent modeler, man. We love seeing it. Yeah, um, but anyways, back to last week. Last week we had a couple people comment and say that they weren't too bothered by the cell phone interference noise. So again, thank you for being patient with us on that. I tried to edit as much out as we could, but we're moving on. I think it we was still it was it was a cool podcast. It was a I great mean, episode. We want to thank Doug again for yeah. coming on. I know. He said he wants to come on again later, yep. so you can probably you know expect to have a couple more episodes here with Doug. And we will uh, not, and we will not have that interference next time. So, no, I know exactly what happened. It was my, it was on my end. It was my fault with recording, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll take the blame. You guys can throw me under the bus. I'll throw you under. Shit happens. Throw me under the train. Shit happens. You can't do nothing about that. So, it's what it is. I mean, anyway, so what, what you, don't, you don't even get to you don't detect that, and what people don't understand is we don't detect that until after we've recorded it. Now we can't go right. and call Doug and say, "Oh, you know what? Let's do this over again." Because then we're gonna well, get we're gonna well, get we a corny episode, before, didn't we? Yeah, and it turned out cor- <laughs> it, it turned out pretty good. Okay, but yeah. if we try and ask the same questions again, it's not the same sincerity, and I don't feel no. I don't feel good about that. So nope. So anyways. Uh, yeah. Put it all behind us. We're moving on. Yeah. Uh, we will We will not. We will do our very best in the future to avoid all cell phone issues like that again. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, with that, let's get back into what we're working on this week. So, like I said, I'm going to be wrapping up the Tucker Factory. I would be shocked if I didn't have it done this weekend. Right. Uh, I know Mother's Day is coming up and we have some other plans, but um, I'll probably finish it up this weekend. So, yep. what do you got going on? Uh, um, right now on my workbench, I am work. I'm I am working this. I don't even know what to call it. It's a scratch build. Um, it's the it's going to go on the on. The, we've talked about it before. It goes out onto the pier over our harbor. Um, we have the you know it's going to serve both the track that that is embedded into the to the pier on the harbor, and. And then it also will serve any boats that come up to it. So it'll have a jib crane on it. It'll unload and load in and off a train car onto the boat or vice versa. But 
Um, I'm working on it right now. I got the structure built as far as the main structure. I have some outbuildings that get attached to it that I have not done yet, but they will be, um, they will be worked on here soon. I'm built, I put a roof on. It's very, um, beat up. You know, I boogered it up real good. It looks like it's, uh, seen, seen its day out on that pier with the, some, uh, bad weather and, and such that you get from the sea or from a bay. And then I have a new roof, like a tower I added to it. It's kind of, that will kind of look, overlook the operations of what happens on, on, on oh. the pier there and it has a special roof and um yeah it's pretty cool awesome lots of di- little different roofs and now that roofs roof is going to be a pointed four-sided roof on a small tower at the top and then i'm going to paint it up with like uh the that copper patina and you know so it's a like greenish copper roof that you would get and i think it's going to really contrast nice with uh, the wood walls of uh, the natural wood walls that we built on this. And I think there's some photos up on Instagram and Facebook if you want to check them out as to the basics of the structure so far. Um, and But that's that's what I want to do. But this starting Saturday, I am going to sit down and start building the ship lap house that I have... Um, the it's going to be part wood and part brick. It is a historic prototype house uh, from Annapolis 250 years ago. Uh, I want to thank Kenny Crump uh, who helped me with this. I designed these yes, uh, brick walls. Kenny did an awesome. Kenny did an awesome job. Uh, he he created some brick walls for me. Um, on that, we're gonna um, we're gonna build this and. Uh, we'll take some photos. I will give full credit to Kenny for the laser cutting of these walls. He makes some great laser cut brick walls um, that you can. He's. They, I don't know if he has them up for he, sale yet, but he will be putting up uh, modular brick walls. I believe is in his plans. Um, you need to go to Casey Workshop, check it out. It's going to be similar to what what I'm working with here now, but I want to thank him from the bottom of my heart for, uh, for working for, you know, for helping me out with this. And, uh, you know, he's definitely, um, a big part of what this is going to be a really cool looking model. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny did a good job and and his walls, his brick, I think they might be one of my favorite laser cut brick products. Yeah. Yeah. He does Uh, a good job. I, they just, they're deep. They're easy to work with. The, the, the mortar where the mortar would be is nice and deep. So you don't lose that, you don't lose that detail, right? Uh, if you if you happen to go a little thicker on the paint and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, from what I understand, they cut real well. If you need to cut them, um, and uh, like I said, I have yet to work with it. Um, the laser quality on it, like you said, is very good, very detailed. It's precise. Um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to work with. I'm I'm excited about it. I will be starting that this Saturday. And uh, working on it over the weekend, I'm going to put this other one. I'm going to get what I can done the next night or two on this, and then I'm putting it aside, and uh, I'll finish it up after I do the shiplap. Shiplap will be my new feature. Or maybe I'll kind of crank them both a little bit, but that's kind of what I got on the workbench right now. I have those cool. I have those farm animals that I need to paint, uh, the one, uh, the 72 farm animals, and I am yeah. probably going to try my hand at painting a horse or something like that this weekend just to see if I can do it, which I'm pretty sure we can. Hey, if you don't try it, you won't ever, you won't ever know if you can do it or not. So jump in, right. grab it, start doing it, you know? Right. Yeah. If you have it, work it. 
Exactly. Right. That's a that's the advice you gave for me being a dad. You know, you'll never know if you're. You just gotta jump in and do it. Yeah. 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 You never know. You just yeah, gotta. You know I mean? If you don't know if if you don't know if you're gonna be good with kids, you just have kids. If you don't know you're gonna be good at painting cows or horses, you just go ahead and paint cows or horses. <laughs> it's just that easy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna even go to go there, man. We're leaving that one alone. Uh, We're leaving that anyways. one alone. All right. What? I said well, right, I'm leaving right. that one to go. All right. So you don't have any humor, so it's all cool. No, it's I have humor. Cool. I have humor. Now Just, you're now you're dry as a piece of cardboard. Oh my god. So, all right. <laughs> all right. Anyways, well, all right, all Mister. Right. Lock my car keys in the car. All right. Oh, don't that's a low blow. It was a low that's blow. The Expect that, was, it, pal. that was rough. I was, I was out in that Wendy's parking lot <laughs> screaming. You heard me. I uh, yeah, I know. And I was looking around thinking, oh my god, any parents come out with their kids out of the Wendy's? And oh my god, I'm, I'm like, Brett, Brett, stop, 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 man. Like, Just get well, the car. I'll drive you. Story. You have to know the backstory to my frustration because in the last month, I've. <laughs> This is not mall railroading related, but it's hilarious. Okay. So in the last month, I've from from yesterday backwards, I've now locked my keys in my car mm. at, at Wendy's in Gettysburg, you know, an hour from my house. Right. I went on a uh, I went on a long trail run at night, and I dropped my key. It fell out of my pack in the middle of the woods. So <sighs> the same keys. So I had to get a ride home and borrow my wife's key, but to my, you know, surprise, dummy me, I already lost the key that I originally had and took my original, took my spare key off my wife's ring and lost that one. So then I had to tell my wife that I lost the key and I lost the replacement key. And then we found that key, thank God. Oh my God. We found both of them. But on top of that... Two days prior to doing that, a month ago, I locked my keys in my car again. So this is not a good month for Brett Wiley and keys. Oh, my gosh. Are you done already? Are you done already? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My beer's warm now. Holy cow. That's why. Actually, it is. It tastes awful now. That's why I was frustrated with the keys last night. Mm. Uh, I'm making the bitter beer face right now, man. I'm at the bottom of this bottle. It's warm. (laughs) Okay. Oh, anyways, so all right, we're gonna, let's move we're along here, on. man. We got past that. We're moving okay, on. let's go, let's just do the little things first, and then we'll jump into the. Yeah, big I got I got I got to say before we really start jumping in that um, you know, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna let that go because if I do that I'm gonna bad now somebody in the hobby and I don't want to do that I'm just gonna let it go. Go ahead, and I don't want to be that, that guy. Part out. Let's move on. Go you ahead. Cut that part out. No, no, leave that in. Oh, okay. So, okay, weird. No. Um, <laughs> all right. So, what's your detail part? Uh, my detail part. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll start on part. that. They're not really parts that you have to buy. They're going to be parts that you can make. You can buy them, um, but you're going to pay through the nose for them. Okay, and I'm hey, hobby shop people probably hate me, but uh, I'm, these are crates. <laughs> And tires. I went to a hobby shop. Get this story. I went to a hobby shop. I asked in there because I, you know, I've been painting crates, and you get these crates. Is this and the they... story you avoided earlier, just like thirty seconds ago? I'm, I'm not saying. So we, um, 
we get these crates and they come with kits and they're great, you know. They're the the, the white metal casting crate. They come with the kits as like extra accessories or whatever. So, um, and we paint them up. Okay, and that's great. But they all look the same after a while. Even if you paint them different colors, you can still tell it's that same style crate, you know. So. Right. I went to the hobby shop and I'm asking him in there. I said, "Who makes a good crate? A good crate that looks natural." And this is a hobby shop that has freaking everything. Okay, three people working in this hobby shop, walking around and everything else, and uh, they're you know they're they're helping people out. It's a great place. Don't get me wrong. I'm not making fun of the people or the hobby shop. Okay, this has no reflection on the hobby shop. It has a reflection on the hobby itself. And he, I asked him. I said. Now, who makes a good crate, man? Now, I want to make some nice crates. And, and he goes, he, you know, he asked the other guy, he goes, hey, Joe, whatever his name was. I'm making that up, Joe. Okay. Who makes a good crate? And he's yelling across the store. And the guy goes, really? And he thought about it for a second. And he goes, nobody. And that's what he said. This is a hobby shop that has everything, man. I mean, it has there's there are crates in there. I said, man, you got crates over here. He goes, yeah. He said, but your best crates are the crates you can make. So I got thinking about that, and I was like, yep. You know what? You got all this extra scrap wood, okay? And you have your box. You have every your kit. You, what's that? Every kit you have some. Yeah, every kit you got some. You got some like one eighth by eighth, one eighth by one eighth square uh, strip wood, and you know you can cut them into small boxes uh, by, and they make perfect square edges and everything else. You can paint them down. You could put extra wood on them to give them that trim by using like a one, uh, one one thirty uh, one thirty second uh, flat strip wood you know uh and and put it around the very edges that type of thing now you're talking really small we're talking one thirty seconds of an inch and then you're all or you know even one sixteenth is small but you can add that extra trim to the outside it's going to take you a little longer but you're going to make a nice looking box out of it and yeah. you, know, you you can cut them down you can make it as long or as short as you want and guess what it's real wood it's not it's not a metal crate nope that is supposed to look like wood it's a it's wood, a wood crate. crate that is made out of wood, and it's yeah. going to look like wood. Yeah, exactly. And you probably have tons of the stuff in your box, you know, in your scrap box. I got a box of if scrap. we went to that scrap drawer, we went to that scrap drawer that I have here in the basement for us of extra wood. Yeah. And whatever you have at your bench, we could cover the entire layout in crates probably. <laughs> no, man. You could fill out a whole, you know, a warehouse or a, you know, a, a holding yard of somewhere, you know, uh, where, where you know, shipments come in, uh, shipment processing center, you know, something like that. You could just fill it with crates based on what you have or boxes or containers. You can make containers out of all kinds of things. I mean, anything right. round. You can. And you don't you, have to make crates. You can make anything. Yeah. You know, cylinders, you know, two, uh, pipes out of straws, uh, drinking straws. Go to Wendy's, rate it. Take take a handful of straws, man. They're getting you enough on the on the uh, on the. Uh, Unless I'm, you're I in California, I shouldn't say Wendy's. I go to the fast food straws. store. Yeah, in California, you're not getting a straw, pal. Sorry, okay, because. <laughs> For whatever reason, uh, they're they're evil, and uh, straws are. This evil. isn't a political podcast. Uh, yeah, We're, I'm just saying straws are evil. I don't, I don't give a I don't give a damn about politics. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying straws are evil, and you can't have them there. Okay, so 
Anyhow, whatever reason, go somewhere. I'm not saying when, don't go to Wendy's. Go anywhere. Anywhere you have straws, they're going to soak you enough for your burger and your fries and everything else. Grab a couple extra straws. I'm not saying take or, it a whole. I got an idea. I got and, a better and, idea. What? Just go to the dollar store and buy a dollar box of straws. Yeah, you, you can do that. Go buy, go buy some straws at the dollar <laughs> store. Okay, anyways, you could paint them up. And now you got pipe, you know, and you can put stacks of pipe, and you can make them any length you want. And I mean, try different things. Try coffee. Right. St- who who are we just talking to that does that? Doug. <sighs> yeah, it was Doug actually. He said Doug, something about last that last week. Yeah, he uses drinking straws for his uh, rooftop chimneys and things like that. Yeah, right. yeah. But and I've actually a- used. I've actually, and I'm going to cut in on you right now. Oh, I've actually cut. used old. Um, old pens. If I have it work or something, an old big click pen. My dog just I ran down the, the hall. I, I tear the guts out of the out of a like a ballpoint pen, a ballpoint big pen. Yeah. And I'll uh, spray paint the pen shaft. I'll just yeah. keep the shaft part of the pen. I'll, I'll spray paint it black and use it for tubing or like the sewer drain. Like not sewer right. drains, but drain drains that come out the side of a hill or right. a wall. And they look awesome. And that's the thing. We have to look at the things that we have. And there's things you can make out of paper. I mean, literally, make out of paper. But just by cutting them. Um, you there's know, some, door there's hinges some models and, out there. What's that? And we, haven't try, we haven't tried this. You were saying out of paper. And I'm getting off top, topic. But I apologize. I yeah. had to mention it. There's some people out there that make paper structures. I know. Card, of, card stock and such. Yeah, Out of card stock. And it... it you look at it, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Some of those things look insane, and they actually look like they're real wood, but it's just paper. I am going to invent something that keeps the bottom of beer bottles super cold. Oh. Be- oh. Uh, Sorry, I mean to interrupt like, there, but I just took another sip of that warm booze. Don't say those things. Don't say these things out loud, because now you just gave up your idea. I know. Somebody else is going to make a mint off it. So, anyhow, I mean, not, not like this. <laughs> koozie cover that you put over top i'm talking about something that actually keeps it cold you know yeah but anyhow, make one yeah there, there's th- you were talking about paper structures and uh i interrupted you no i was just saying some of the people that make those paper cardstock structures right when you when you look at them when they photograph them and put them online yeah sh- shit they look as good as some of the buildings that we make or, or not even us they look better than some of the buildings that and i'm sure you know they're printing Right on the cardstock. I mean, but, you're getting up close the, on them. You're going to tell it's flat, right? You know, but I, totally, totally, I get it. But yeah. but I still have some respect. I could not make that out of out of cardstock. My thing would look like my it would look like hell. I know it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so anyhow, I mean, there's things you can make yeah. though, small detail wise, um, from paper. I've already done it, um, and I got that. I got that hint from uh, Doug Foscali. And um, right. and the fact that it's um, it you know he he recommended something I read that it's um, it, it was basically I put a wire pipe up on the one wall and I used it I cut paper strips and made small thin brackets out of them that painted black and um, I painted the paper black before I put it on wrapped it around the thing and it looks like little metal rusty black and rust colored brackets on them and it, you couldn't tell 
and looked, right, you know, you can make door no hinges out of it, out of paper. But anyways, that was my first thing was the crates. Make your own, man. You know, if you want realistic looking crates made of wood, make realistic crates made of wood and, and use some of your scraps. Figure out ways to make it a, you know, a box out of it. You know, you can put a couple pieces of, um, left, if you want a bigger box and you got some leftover, uh, you know, when you get a laser cut kit, you get the side, you get all the, the, the scrap that comes off around the outside of the big walls. Um, I don't know what you call that, the excess that, that wasn't like, that yeah, you're not like, using. Like trimmings. What's that? Yeah, the trim around the outside. You know, some the of those pieces, yeah. some of those pieces you can cut some really wide sized pieces out of. You know, cut four square pieces and, well, actually six square pieces and, and put them together. Make a, make a crate, make a large crate out of it. And, you know, you can do that. Put and put the put the trim on it. Take some time with it. Draw a couple boards. Take a scribe a couple boards in it before you do. Put the trim on. Uh, take an, an awl, a very sharp sharp point awl, or one of those dental picks that I was talking about before. Yeah. And a straight edge ruler, and draw some lines down it before you paint and weather it, or before you stain it. And that's all you need is some stain, and you could use that with acrylic paints that are watered down. Um, mix a couple different colors of uh, brown acrylic paints like uh, Jason Jensen was talking about a couple weeks ago. I tried that technique. It works out really nice. Um, or you can use some actual wood stain for that matter. Or, um, you know, you might want to thin it out a little bit. It's going to be a little thick or heavy. And, um, you know, give it that wood coloring. Or leave it natural and use your um, India ink alcohol wash uh, and just stain it that way. It's up to you. But what I'm saying is Give it the detail it needs. You have the perfect element in front of you making that box by taking a scribe, um, scribing in some lines on it. Um, if you right. want to put some knot, knots and stuff on it, take a fine, you know, mechanical pencil and kind of just put them, put a couple round knot size marks on it with the pencil and then stain it or, you know, do what you need to do, uh, over top of it. And it'll show up in that, in that you'll see that not in there um you can put a hole in it take a very take a very small drill a pin vise drill and put a s couple small holes in it you know like you know how wood plywood and stuff gets you know holes around where the knot areas are yeah and put a couple small knot holes in it and you know make it look detailed make it look real draw it out um and it's and you know how much it costs you it costs you nothing you know, so, but I was shocked to death that those guys said, you know, no, there's really no, there's, there's really no crates out there that look great. You know, the plot, they, they, you know, that look awesome other than making them yourself. And, and he was dead on. So, you know, that's, that's that part. The other thing that I was going to tell you about tonight is tires and something new I'm going to try. I haven't even done it yet, but I've seen somebody else that did it. Um, in an article I was reading, I can't remember where it was some time ago. I finally went out and got some stuff. I'm going to do it. I need tires for like tire piles and stuff in back alleys and, you know, uh, tires hanging off of, um, you know, scale rope, uh, at the harbor, um, off of the, off the pilings and such. And, um, right. You know, for bumpers for boats and things like that. And I, I want a bunch of tires. I, I'm going to be building a, another garage shortly here. And when I do, I want to have behind the garage, I want a big pile of tires, you know, old crusty tires. So I went out and I bought, um, rubber tubing. Um, 
this is gonna sound weird. Okay, but um, I got the I, I got the size tubing that when you open up your toilet tank in the back and it has that tube the the fill that comes off the fill valve and <laughs> you know the six hundred the rubber black tubing. It's almost right. the scale. It's about exactly the scale because it's very small round um of a of an hs scale truck tire and uh truck tires are what gets disposed of more than any other tire and um as a result um you always find you always see piles of truck tires and they don't use car tires at the at the wharf okay they want the bigger tires for bigger boats and uh, so they're perfect so i got this and what you do is you will you just take your knife. Um, if you have a flat edge knife, like a number 18 blade and exacto knife, um, it has that flat side. It's almost like you chop down on it. Um, then you just cut. And if you have a chopper machine, like one of those chopper machines, um, you can feed it through there and chop it. I might try that as well. I'm going to find out which side, work, which, which cutting method works best. But um, chop some tires off on that thing in scale. Make them the scale size, I mean width, and chop them down. And then you'll have a pile of tires. Now, there's, it's shiny black rubber. So you're going to need to make it no, not look shiny anymore. So that's where you get your fine 2220 grit or 180 grit uh, sandpaper. Or not 180. I would I'd probably say 220, maybe maybe 300 somewhere in there. You want to get a fine grit sandpaper, and right, and just rub it around the outside edges of the tire, make it look old. Maybe uh, put some uh, gray chalk dust on it or something like that, um, and uh, and then you know that that would probably work good. Uh, maybe. Uh, you want that chalk dust to stick on there. It probably will stick and stain it a little bit if you've already sandpapered it and made it look like a little edgy or rough, um, and used and worn. Um, but you know, again, play around with it. I'm going to be playing around with the truck tires for you. I will do it this week. I'll take some pictures. I may even put it on a live video post of some kind over my workbench with the uh with my camera like i did the other week and uh, we'll try it out together or i'll post pictures up and let you know how the results were how's that sound brett that sounds awesome yeah let's make our own truck tires instead of paying six dollars for a bag of four tires of plastic okay so go ahead what's your cool detail is it finally my turn it is your turn man i went on a rant Woo! yeah I was on a rant today. Hey, no hockey, so no rush. Go ahead, buddy. What's that? There's no hockey playoffs tonight, so no rush. Well, there is, but it's a a team I could care less about, so go ahead. What? That game's going to (laughs) be... That doesn't mean anything to me. It means nothing to either one of us, man. We have one goal. So, okay. All right. Go ahead. Well, we're we're not playing, so we don't have a goal. But anyways, all right. My detail part is a... It's a work. It's a resin. A resin casting from Rusty Rusty Rail. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is not going to take very long because it's not very complicated. Unlike your unlike your four hour well, Rusty Rail stuff is amazing. Go ahead. But the Rusty Rail, um, I think you you got it a while ago, and you got a couple of them, and you I gave got a one pile of me. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You gave me a, the. It's like a workbench, tool bench thing. It's got a big, giant shelf on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I'm working on the Carolina Craftsman Kit Tucker Factory, I was. 
as I was working on it, I looked over. I have a little bin. I have, I have those bins on my workbench, and I was looking around in the bin, just curious of what kind of stuff I had. And the one bin was full of all a whole bunch of miscellaneous detail parts, mm-hmm. and the one was this workbench I forgot about, a resin casting workbench. Right. So I'm gonna paint that boy up and uh, stick him on the Tucker factory somewhere. So that's. That's it. I love the rusty rail casting stuff. Dude, I got a pile the, the, of them. You want some more? I mean, I'm serious. I got a bunch of them that I that I haven't gotten to. And you're gonna no, you, not yet. Well, I'm telling you, man. I I have them, and you're welcome to it. It's all going to the same layout, so it, it's gonna be there whether yeah, you well, paint it me, or I do it. Let me look at them first. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to just take them unless I have a place to put them. Well, I understand that. Yeah. So, anyways, I was just kind of hoping my, you'd get them all de- painted and I'd be done with it. <laughs> that's my detail part of the week. Uh, but basically, actually, to go backwards, mm. I paint. I don't know how you paint them, but I I spray painted mine flat black, mm-hmm. and then I just dry brush all the the detail parts on, like the tools. I de- I dry brush them a little silver, and right. the rest of it, you know, I use different wood colors for the workbench and. And the re- so the resin parts, I usually spray paint them black and just dry brush the, the resin parts. Well, I do it a little differently. Um, I do the camouflage brown uh, by Rust-Oleum, uh, the, that right. flat black, uh, flat, I'm sorry, it's not brown, I think it's, um, it's camouflage, I think the, the color is like sand or something like that, um, it's like a beige color khaki it's khaki sorry and uh it's made by rust-oleum it's ultra flat black uh ultra flat color uh so it's got that finish and it comes out super flat what it does is it gives it makes it look like it has a wood base right off the bat and then all your detail right. parts that are already on it like hammers and t-squares and a and a power saw on the on the end of the workbench that kind of thing is already resin cast in i will hand paint those uh, you know, that takes, you know, a little skill and pra- patience and a magnifying glass. But, you know, you want to, or I'm sorry, a magnifying um, lamp or whatever you use. And um, <laughs> it's, um, you know, it takes a little detail work. But then when it's done and you have the color on it, then I kind of do what you said. I take some uh, um, uh, chalk, uh, you know, the, your your pigment chalk. Uh, uh, that you ground up, and uh, I dust I dust some light brown, like um, you know, almost the same color uh, as the actual wood, and it gives it that it, it'll give everything like a dusty, dirty coat to it, and uh, so yeah, it's a lot similar. But before I do that, um, I would I will take um India ink wash and put it over top of everything not heavy just enough to let it drizzle in and that india ink and alcohol kind of flows into all the crevices and crannies and nooks and all that nooks and crannies i guess it is and then then i after that dries then i dust everything uh real light so that's another option and a third thing that i like to do especially on a workbench like you have and i have some of that here if you need to borrow is uh i got a bag of sawdust 
that I picked up from working <laughs> on a power saw. So full, instead of sweeping the floor of the shop I, and throwing it all away or emptying it out of a shop back when you're done. You, you, you put it in your pockets every day and walk it and go home with it. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, just, uh, you know, but put whatever. I mean, I just, uh, put some, some stuff in the plastic bag and I took one back. Oh, home. that's, that's lame. You gotta walk, you gotta put it in your pockets. Well, they were build. they were building the something that, Oh, one of the guys was building <laughs> at work was building a, uh, set of, um, cornhole boards and he was all set and i'll come walking back there and he's got he's got stuff all over the floor back there and i was like when you're done shop backing that which you need to do i said uh uh let me know and i'm gonna steal some of that sawdust <laughs> but anyway so take a little of the sawdust on the workbench because it's real fine and just sprinkle it on the on the workbench not a lot just a little bit and um you know, um, you want to, after you're done with that, you, you're going to probably want to put some, uh, yeah, spray lacquer, um, like a doll coat, spray it on top and it'll just kind of stick there and stay. And, um, right. and you know, not much, just a single shot with that aerosol can and it'll kind of make it stick or hairspray or hair, a cheap hairspray would work. Don't over soak it. If you do, you'll ruin your paint. Okay, and you'll you'll make it all funky. You don't want to do that. You just want a shot to make that to make that sawdust stay. It's just sawdust. Okay, now you you might I would recommend actually putting it putting it down first. Spray it first with this hairspray, just a shot, and then immediately sprinkle the sawdust on. Because you know what happens when you do it the other way. Enlighten me. The sawdust is going to go flying all over the place, and it's not going to stick to your workbench because <laughs> the aerosol can is going to shoot it off your off your workbench. So, um, yeah, definitely, um, yeah, definitely adding those little extra touches also gives it that third dimension, and uh, you know it'll it'll look really cool. Yeah, yeah, you want you got to think like that. Doug was saying last week on the show we had him on. Um, he was saying about. Uh, doing things in layers, and he's absolutely right. And that's doing that. You're doing everything in layers, and you're drawing out more and more detail by whatever you add on. So, um, you know, think outside the box. I said a million times in a million different hobbies and a million different uh, techniques that we do here. Uh, but you know, it's true uh, in anything in life. You know, think beyond, and you'll get a better result. So, um, that's it. That's it on my detail parts. Hell, we didn't even get into think, the main part of the show yet. No, we're going to do You people that, are uh, getting a treat tonight. We are getting you all kinds of hints and details and all our screw-ups. So this is a big one tonight. So I think it's a good one, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I think we're going to skip the tool of the week. Um, um, okay, well, let's see what kind of time we got. Go ahead. We're at 40 minutes. Go ahead. We're not even 40 minutes. Well, let's get into the window dressings. Let's do windows. So window dressings. So, so this week, our um, we're gonna dress some windows up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this week, we're gonna play dress up with windows. Ooh, uh, how many other fun. funny headlines can I make up? I don't know. You, you haven't hit one yet. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm done being funny. I was done with my lame. No, joke man, earlier. keep it up. Keep it up. I love your corny jokes, man. So this week, we're gonna play in front of the windows. No, no, that's nah, that's just creepy. You're just creepy now, man. That's <laughs> you right. just hit a creep level. That was almost creep right, level I'll, to. I'm gonna, uh, ba- I'm gonna back off of that. All that right. was almost this creep week, level to my doll head, buddy. So, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do we name that again? Talk about Rosemary. What? Rosemary. 
She's sitting here watching over. Uh, don't, Go ahead. Don't say her name. You said her name twice now. Don't say her name three times because <laughs> the eyes will blink. What hap- who knows what happens when you say yes. her name three times in a row? For your new listeners, out. for your new new listeners, you need to look deeper into our older episodes in the archives uh, to find out about Rosemary, the creepy doll head that sits above my workbench. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, yes. that's a... That's a, that's a From that's my eccentric history, mother yeah. at the holidays, one of her eccentric gifts. Yes. Okay. Go All ahead. Right. All right. Today, we're going we're gonna to be uh, dressing up our windows. We're going to play dress up with our windows. So... Uh, I'll let you lead this off because I think you did one of the coolest ones... Uh, that I've that I've seen with the with, with the curtains blowing out. Um, okay. So so I'll, I'll let you lead this one off. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, you know, obviously windows, you can't just put a window in your structure, whether it be a scratch built or kit built. You can't just take it and then stick it into the empty sl- slot for the hole and um, expect it to look good. It's going to look like a win a plastic stuck on window and you. The other side of it is, you're you're likely going to see into your model deeper than you really want and that's okay if you really want to if you if you go that route i'll say it before we get into the window dressings make sure inside your your structure that you put some interior walls or flooring in otherwise where people get too good to look in or if you get too close to the camera and you draw in close to it you're going to be able to see in through your um model and notice that it, it loses once you get beyond that window you've now lost all you know uh, that it, perception of reality to okay it's a model now right. i can tell it's a model now well so yeah it actually it actually starts to look uh not realistic because you can see out the other side then correct yeah on you some can cases you can do that hey in your house light. sometimes you can do that what in a, in a house, even a lived-in house, you look in one window, through one window, you can sometimes see outside yeah, through yeah, another yeah. window. But what I meant is if too much light comes in, you'll be able to see, like... Everything. Especially on a building with a lot more windows, you'll be, you'll be able to see the bracing. Yep. And the it's unpainted... Hollow and... You know, the unpainted backsides of the walls. Yeah. And bracing and all yeah, that exactly. other crap in there. So you got you got to dress up your windows a little bit to kind of hide that. Right, exactly. So... So to do that, you want to put some blinds in, some curtains, that kind of thing. We're going to talk about that a little bit today. Now, Some duct tape. Now, one that Brett was telling me about is one I did a while back, and I even have an article how to do it on our website, on hsgillcustoms.com. Um, it is making uh, blowing curtains that come that are actually that it gives a 3D look <laughs> where they're coming out the window um, at some places in some places I used them without them coming out the window but it still gives it that 3D look the key is, is try not to make all your windows or your blinds look the same color all the way around it I mean you can do that on some buildings but if you do it on every building it's going to look silly okay it's going to look this is yeah you're again you're losing realism so what I did was I took, believe it or not, I used tissue paper, like a Kleenex or whatever tissue paper you use. Um, you can, I guess you could use TP if you wanted to as well. And um, you clean put TP. A, clean TP. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! What's with you tonight, man? 
gosh. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna go. We're not taking it any further than what we need to, man. Like I said, uh, those are some yeah. really nice curtains. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of stain did you use? <laughs> so anyhow, all right. Anyways, oh, all right. Moving on. <laughs> okay, moving on. Put some newspaper down on your workbench. Take a couple strips of tissue paper and put it down. And uh, and, and don't water your paint down. You can't water the paint down. Because what happens when you water down your paint and you hit it to tissue paper is you're going to have a big, giant, wet ball of nothing on your on your uh, workbench, nothing but a puddle on your newspaper. Everything's going to be horrible. So you need to use acrylic paint of bright shades that you would like not so bright don't make the things like try not to use like bright yellow neon yellow that kind of thing or or pinks and you know a little pink if you make it soft uh, a soft color pink um, that might be okay but you know colors you'd see that are more colorful yet borderline um soft pastel or natural color even uh, like yeah. your greens or or light blues and things like that okay because they don't if you put bright yellow on it you're going to draw attention away from other parts of your model in my opinion so anyways you take your un un um thinned you don't thin it down with any water use straight acrylic paint Use a uh, do not dry brush. It will rip that tissue paper all the shh to hell. Smithereens. And what's that? Smithereens. Smithereens. And carefully put down the paint and paint lightly on your tissue paper. And when it is dry, flip it over and do the other side. You'll need to do both sides, and I'll tell you why. Because as it happens, it... It's tissue paper, and as it dries, it'll start to the paper will, itself will get some shape to it, uh, where you can actually move it and bend it. You don't want it cracking, okay? But you can you'll actually get like like waves to it, uh, kind of like your curtains would have. In fact, um, you could even pre-shape it before you flip right before you flip it over. After you do one side, you kind of pre-shape it and then paint the other side. You could do it that way as well, okay? Then all you have to do when it dries is cut it to shape and tape it inside your windows and you know if you have an open window which is cool to have some open windows if you can make some open windows or buy some open windows uh windows that open and kind of have them come out out the corners you know you're gonna use a pair of tweezers once you tape it up inside you know take a piece a piece of masking tape 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 it up from the inside above the window and let them drape down in front like drapes and use tissue paper. Now, you want to have two separate ones, one for the right side of the window, one for the left side of the window. And you can even cut a, a bit of a uh, narrowed gap angle up the center uh, so it narrows at the top, so it gives it that you know, parted look. And using tweezers, pull just a little bit of it to get the tips coming out, 
uh, the corners of the window like it's blowing out the wind. You can even shape it a little bit if you want because it has that paint on it. Now it's 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 pliable, but it won't lose its it won't lose once you bend it. It kind of bends into that shape. It's nice. Um, right. You'll see the examples on my on my post that I had on that blog post I put up on our Facebook uh, on Facebook on our uh, HS Skill Customs website. So yeah, definitely go read that article. But that's a that's a good way to do it, and it looks really cool. It looks like the wind's blowing a little bit. It doesn't even have to look make it look like the wind's blowing. Maybe it looks like the wind did blow, and now they're hanging outside the window, you know? Um, or, you know, that's that's just a, a really cool way to do it. Go ahead. What's yours? I got My more. Way of, you got more? Oh, yeah. Go, not, I got more ways to dress your windows. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, man. All right. All right. All right. All right, people. Okay. My way of doing windows is, well... There's a bunch of ways. So, uh, let me think. So, I'm, I'm looking at the layout right now. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at a couple different couple different ways I've done it. Um, I think the two most used ways I've done it in the past, which I try to refrain from doing now because I, I think I overused it, include uh, just, just black construction paper, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at two buildings I did that way. Uh, but they're factories. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the factories, one's, well, actually, one is an iron forge that mm-hmm. we have. Uh, right. And I didn't think, like, window, I didn't think, like, a forge would have blinds yeah, and windows. It's, it and doesn't you, make sense. If you light your structure up at night, your factory probably might not be lit up at night like that from inside the windows. I mean, you could. No, no. But, yeah. But, so, so, so the factories, the two factories I'm looking at are actually part of one kit, but it's two buildings that are part of an iron forge. And I just use black construction paper behind the windows, blacked it all out. You can't see through it. And you can still see the shine on the glass of the window. Right. But behind it, you can't. Yeah. You can't see through the building. Right. Um, that might be one of my most common ways to do it because... It's just simple. It's easy. It cuts all the light out, and it's better for it's. I think it's better for industrial buildings. It's not so good for like an office building or or, or so. Right. Or like a, or or a row home. Um, for for a row home, we have a couple row homes that we have on the layout. I use uh, masking tape. I just use masking tape, mm-hmm. and I not like you use duct tape. Oh shut up, I, man! <laughs> I can't believe you're gonna you went there. You went there. All right. One time, free listeners. One time, on one of our one of our blogs that we wrote about, I wrote a thing about using uh, masking tape for shingles on roofs, and it, it's another you wrote good a article. Whole article about you wrote a whole article about it, and then the whole way through it, you wrote it. You said duct tape instead of masking tape. Instead of masking tape, I said duct tape, <laughs> and I've never lived it down, man. So you kept throwing that at me. Uh, but anyway, no, no, so, no, no, yeah, masking so anyways, tape. I don't. E- so, anyways, I don't use duct tape. I, I promise. I use masking <laughs> tape, and I just I just use masking tape in the windows. I use it for a lot of uh, a lot of the buildings actually because mm-hmm. it, it's not it's not. I used to when I was first starting. Um, I did a couple, you know, DPM buildings or some cheaper yeah. plastic buildings, right? And I used to cut white computer paper and put it yeah. in the windows, which is fine when you're learning, but. Uh, and it gets it gets it gets the effect done, right. but masking tape I I like because it's kind of a yellow color, like mm-hmm. a faded 
like a sun faded color and it's not bright white. Yeah, it does. It makes and, it it makes what what a what was at one time white white blinds look like yeah, sun faded and you know uh, stained a little bit and yeah, yeah, a little old, little stained. Yeah. And and I think the longer it sits, the longer the masking tape sits in the window. Yeah. Even even the last year or two that some of the some of the windows we've done with masking tape. Yeah, because it, it gets funky more, colored as it's out. It becomes a more yellow, funky yellow color. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what it absorbs, but it becomes more yellow. <laughs> so I like it. Yeah, and, yeah, so that, that, I, and you can what, use colored masking tape. Yeah, you could. If you went out to this to a hardware store and you wanted to get some masking tape, you can get it in in blue, in green, and you know reds, and and you can cut several different. Pl- you don't have to have every window the same color. And by that, no, band, and that's the other thing I was going to start. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, man. I was just going to say about the the variety in the windows. Yeah. Um, when I'm doing the windows, I always try to cut a variety of lengths as well. Yeah, definitely because. When you're looking at, especially a something like a, a business with maybe apartments upstairs or, you know, we have a couple row homes, we have a couple taller buildings that would be, maybe, you know, office buildings or stuff like that. Right. Um, businesses. Not every person's window where that person, where, they, where they're working is going to be having the blinds pulled down the same length. Yeah, yeah. So like they don't call sure each other at the row home. home. And they don't call each other on the phone at the row home and go, okay, tonight we're pulling it down. Everybody's pulling their <laughs> blind down to 24 inches. You know? No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's my um, that's my window dressings. My two, I, I use a lot of construction paper and I use quite a bit of masking tape because I just like the way it ages and uh, it, it just looks cool. And actually, I'm going to add one more Mm-hmm. And this is my. This will be good for the budget model railroaders that are out there. Yeah, I have recent. I've done it twice now. The first one was on uh, uh, KC Workshops Blue Slipper Tavern that we did. Right. Oh, I I lied. I take it back. Sorry, Kenny. It was not KC Workshops. Uh, it was on um, the free kit I just did from from Doug. FOS. Yep. Yeah. And I, I also am doing it on the Tucker model from from Carolina Craftsman Kits. Mm-hmm. I am I, I I have so when we moved into the house in the basement of our house, they must have had different windows at one time. And in the basement, I have a whole bunch of old window screens, and the screen on the windows is the perfect size for like a fencing material. Mm-hmm. And or like a or like um if you put a. a a mesh like a, a security fencing mm-hmm. over a window. Sure, it's a perfect size for that. So, on now the two kit two kits now I've I've cut the the screen out of the window and I've made it look like the window has a like a security screen or a security fencing over the window. Oh, that's cool. Uh, or or if the window is broken out and they covered it up with something like that. I've mm-hmm. I've now done it tw- I've done it twice and I think it looks really cool. Oh, but, that's um, really cool. You just got to cut it to the inside of the window frame so it looks like it's, you know, set inside the window frame. But I, it looks awesome. It looks like it's a barred up, like a barred off, meshed off window. No, oh, that's awesome. Almost like it has chicken wire over it. Yeah, that, like, I love that idea. That's, so that's a great my idea. There. That's, my, that's my three window dressings. Well, I got some more. So Go for an, it. Another window dressing 
is easier for you people that have computers and access to printing. Um, online, there's several things you can do. You can kind of Google uh, HO scale uh, window dressings, and I guarantee you'll find some uh, that you can print out on a on the printing paper you know, with your inkjet or laser jet printer, and uh, print them out, cut them out. And fit them in your window. However, it, and rather than spending all that time searching for it, go on to Google Images and print window curtain. Uh, type in window curtains um, or yellow window curtains or yellow blinds or yellow shades, uh, Venetian blinds, whatever. Okay, you can even do pleated Venetian blinds, and it'll pull up images of any color fabrics, different if you want, if you want oriental fabrics, type it in. See what you pop up on that. You'll spend a lot less time searching for HO scale specific. You'll print it out to the size you want. Okay, save the images. Okay, and then print them out or reduce them in size, the size you want. Pop them out your printer and then you, you, you put them in front of your windows. You know, you can even right. use actual photographs. They don't even have to be, they don't even have to be, you know, uh, well, it would come out as photographs under, under Google Photos or Google Images anyways. Um, but it'll have that realistic look. Of, I did it to the one hotel that I built, that one um, uh, City Scenes hotel I built. And uh, in the windows, I put um, these dark red velvet curtains. And uh, they're actual you know, photographs of real velvet curtains, and you can see them through the window. And, and apply them to the inside of the window. And you want to do it around the outside edges of the window, by the way, or you take your image away with the with the adhesive that you use. So you definitely want you know to try that. That's a, it's a great it's a great way to come up with all kinds of. If you're looking for a specific type of material, um, you can actually get what you want from photographs that are available online. It costs you nothing uh, other than the paper and the ink. Um, Right. Uh, the other thing on that note is, th- let's talk about the windows on a storefront. You Google, as I did it, I did a Google, I wanted to change on the Metzger building that I was building, uh, that big structure uh, that I built. It's a, you know, the the bottom part of that giant one block, city block building has, uh, I'm, we're modeling 1940s, 30s, and 40s. So uh, it had a, with the kit, it had window pictures for inside the, the storefront windows for a Zenith television store. Well, they didn't have Zenith Keller television store back then. So <laughs> I, I changed it to a bookstore. And I went online. I just looked up vintage bookstores. I typed in the Google, Google Images. Uh, vintage store uh, bookstore front is what I put in. Vintage bookstore front. And you could do that. Vintage hardware store front. And it'll show, it'll show photos. You know, I mean, there, there's not an image. It's not out there. And, and it'll pop up on your Google search on images. And you pull it up. You know, you're going to have to fidget with it in some kind of a, a photo editing software on your computer. Um, and just kind of reduce it in size to what you need and print it out so it fits your window. And then stick it in the right. window, and it, and you will get a realistic effect 
um, if you do that. And rather than press it flat up against the side of your window, put it in uh, about a quarter inch off of that window on a piece of cardboard or something and attach it so in a way that it's off of the window about a quarter inch. And it gives it a little depth as well. Um, You want to make sure at that point you're able to shine some light in on that window, give it that storefront look. But, man, right Right. there, even if you attach it to the front of the window, you know, you're still making it look 100 times better than just a big empty storefront window if it's covered in black construction paper. Don't do that. You know, do yourself a favor. Do your model a favor. You know, the people are going to witness it are going to go, oh, wow, it's got a really cool looking storefront in the front. You know, you can do that. And uh, it's it's free, other than uh, other than your time, effort, and a little paper. So, right. But um, yeah, those are construction paper is still a good option. But make sure you put some shape to it, man. Fold it up in a real small folds, and then and then put it up in there. Make it look like something. That's yeah, it. Just don't make it look. You know, don't keep it flat. Right. Right. Exactly. That, that about does it for me on the window dressing stuff. I mean, there's a million ways. Okay. Use your head when you're doing this stuff, man. Yeah, if anyone if anyone has any other ideas, post it on our Facebook page. Yeah, please do. I mean, I'd love to, share, I'd love to share try some. Share it for everyone oh, else. Oh, here's one. Share it first. Silhouettes. Okay, you can go out and you can buy silhouettes for in HO scale or O scale windows, and uh, they're of cats and people and stuff like that. Don't do that. Google image silhouettes and then reduce them to size, cut them out, and stick them in your windows. You know, you can get a cat, you can get uh, a woman undressing in front of the window for the pervs in you that want to see that. For the, um, you know, you can get a, a, you know, two, a couple arguing, a black silhouette of them standing in front of a window shade. And, you know, it, it looks really cool if you can pull it off and, you know, print it and just cut it and stick it in your window. You can put a small cat in the window, um, whatever you want. Uh, it's there. Silhouettes, Google image search that stuff too. Yeah. Yep. And it's, you did that. I think you actually did that. I did it on the hotel. I did, yep. uh, I did a CD bedroom scene with a, a girl, uh, uh, oh, you were just making fun of the pervs. I know. I want to do that. I know, man. Thanks and for calling me it. out. Now you, I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Uh, I'm, I'm blushing because you know, I'm so embarrassed and everything I, now. I'm gonna tell. I'm telling mom. No, oh, great. Thanks. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll matter. So anyhow. <laughs> but anyhow, it's you know, it's it's that's yeah, that's uh, that's all. That's all I got on window dressings, man. Use your, I, think about it. You know, make your windows special. Don't just put them in there. Same, use your imagination. Right, right. If you it know, looks like if it looks like hell, take it out and do it again. Yeah, and we were talking about the colored windows. Don't make them all like I'm. I'm, I'm working on a scratch built one right now, and you know it's a it's a it's a service building of sorts, but it still has windows, and I so I put blinds in it. I got green blinds, I got white blinds, I got beige blinds. You know, I, I kind of changed. You know, put a they didn't they didn't like have an interior decorator. in 1939. It said, "Okay, Hank, you are uh, stop what you're doing. They're loading that." Uh, rail car and go into town and uh, buy the same shade blinds and and curtains for in the warehouse here. 
You know, no, man. They they just got what they got. And they hung it up. You know, and um, right. and when things were out in, in you know at one point in time, you rip it down. You put a different you you, you put a different curtain up there. So. You know, it's don't be afraid to mix up the colors from window to window. You know, so that's it. That's it, man. Cool. We covered a lot of stuff. We we're did. Gonna, that, we're gonna, we are definitely going to skip the tool today. We'll I'll save the tool for next week. Actually, we next week we have a guest. We packed a lot into an hour. Yes, we do have a guest next week. Um, I think Steve. I will follow up. I will follow up with him. Yes, Steve okay. will be coming back on the show. Um, Stephen Hayworth, mm-hmm. uh, he was our first guest, our inaugural guest on the podcast, um, and I believe he's still good to go. He emailed us a little bit of information. Okay. Um, we got some cool topics to cover next week, and uh, and I believe we yeah. have I believe we have guests uh, the upcoming following two weeks after that. So it's going to be busy. Yes. We're going to be busy here. Got we some more line. Got some more lining up as well. So yes, we'll uh, have some. We'll, we'll have some repeat guests mm-hmm. uh, like Steve, Steven and a few others should be coming on again soon. Yeah, uh, we just have to re you know schedule some out. We have to get some plans worked out to yep. get them back on. But I, I know that we'll probably have a couple repeats. Uh, we'll probably get a little. We'll, we'll take a deeper dive into some of the topics we talked about originally with some right. of the fir- first times around, mm-hmm. and uh, as well as some new guests. I know we have a couple new guests coming up that you were working with. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so the next month or so, we should be about every week or every other week, we should be having a guest on the show. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, like um, I said, some of them are repeat guests. And, and on we'll the repeats, couple... on the repeats, we'll spend less time interviewing them as as modelers because you've already been introduced. Oh, yeah. And we're going to totally. spend more time talking about what you know, sharing our ideas together. So that's kind of we'll just jump right this yeah, th- then we'll we'll we won't be getting their stories. We'll be just jumping right into yeah some some to- some some topics. Yep. So yep. it'll be a lot less it'll be a lot less of uh getting to know that person and it'll be a lot more of uh oh, absolutely. You know, techniques. Yep. Techniques. We'll share some different ideas. We'll share some new stuff. Um yep. and it'll be good. It'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Uh and then yeah, also um, on Instagram, for you Instagram followers out there, um, this last week or so, we've done a poor job of posting any photos up. I will have some probably tonight later um, of the kit I'm working on now. Or the stu- What was that? I have um, no idea what that was. Yeah. Well, we're going to skip that that happened. And, Something um, happened at your house. I have no clue. So, and, um, and then, of course, we're going to, we're going to, uh, uh, add some photos on Instagram. We did not write a blog this week for the blog for the website. Um, yeah, I will also do that. I will, when I write the thing this weekend about the tires, I'm going to do a blog on the tires, and uh, we're, we're going to show how that worked. And, um, and so, so we are going to put the content up. So, all right, right, all right. I okay, mom in the background. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Who knows? Is dinner ready? So, um. All right. That's cool. uh well, um uh, do you want to touch on the contest real quick again? Yes, the contest uh May 23rd is your deadline. People get your stuff in. We got a couple modelers in there right now. Uh I I know there's like 4 or 5 that uh, people people have been putting their stuff up. There's um, some cool ones. There's, there's some they're cool. awesome looking. 
You know, they're and all cool. yeah, they're every one of them is awesome looking. Um, I, I want you, you know, if you got your model, start, you know, start thinking about when, you know, when you're going to wrap it up, put it up there. Put, we always want to see photos, put a card on it with the date, uh, as when you took the photo next to it. And, um, you know, make sure it's something that you've never entered in a contest before. You only, please. Have, to, you only have to do that on the by the due date. Right, on the, by the due date. Have the card up. Yeah. You can show us your progress now. We'd love to see the progress. We're all about that. Put it up there. The contest yeah, is had, out there. We had a couple we we had a few people share kind of, you know, what they were working on now. I know there right. was there was a couple people, well actually everyone that posted something. I think there were a couple two or three or four people that posted things. Um three or, I think there were three or four. And all of them looked awesome. And yeah. uh I'm going to up the, the stakes. The only thing that's required is at the at the time of submission, you need to post a picture of the of the finished model. Uh, it cannot have been entered in a contest previously mm-hmm. that that we know of. And we'll we'll do our due diligence to, to look. Right. And um, uh, it just has to have an index card with the date and your name on it. Right. Um, I'm gonna up the stakes, dude. I'm gonna up the stakes to you. The prize uh, is a T-shirt. And a coffee mug. If you all, some was. of you people already, there, I know some of you people, and maybe some of you people that have already, um, uh, in the past, have purchased a coffee mug from us or have received a coffee mug as a gift from us. Oh yeah, um, okay. that have entered or for anybody, you have your choice of that or uh, HF scale hoodie. Uh, it, it comes out to about Ooh. the same. So an HF scale hoodie. Or you now you're not going to be able to wear the damn thing until you know it's fall. But well, we, um, got, we have some can, we have some Canadian listeners. We have some okay, Northern okay. Listeners. Well, it's not, it's not always like sub zero weather in Canada. Okay, <laughs> so um, but it's not. I thought I thought when you across the border there was always four feet of snow. <laughs> I've been there. It's it, it's hot there too. So all it's, right, all right, all right. But um, what I'm saying is, um, <laughs> you know, you, you have your choice. So if you don't want the coffee mug and the T-shirt, you can get the hoodie instead. Uh, that's that's the prize. That's for the grand prize winner. Um, for you know, for the rest I of you, I would honestly. Yeah, for the rest of the runners up and such, we'll put uh, we'll put pictures up on our website of it and uh, talk about it and and put your name to it as well. So you know, the we'll, we'll give you some uh, some kudos that way um, for it. it's it's all in fun. It's all good time. We want to we want to share and build this hobby together, and that's what we're here for. So um, you know, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's have some fun with this. If if the contest goes as according, we'll run a couple of year. So uh, I'm good with that. Right. Yep. Right. No, I'm good with that. Okay. That's it, man. No hockey to go to. We're gonna just chill now tonight. Hang on, my computer's doing some weird thing. It's spinning. Hang on. Oh God. I know we're good. We're good. It's recording. Okay. So let's say our goodbyes. So, anyways, sorry about that little computer blip at the end. Uh, as usual, you can always head on over to our Patreon page. You yeah. can join our patrons. We now have four patrons. We love them. Thank you guys. You're awesome. Uh, we hit our first month of Patreon like patronage where we got our actual payments out of patron Patreon. Mm-hmm. So we will now be investing in some new audio equipment. Hopefully, uh, I mean, hopefully a little bit better recording equipment so we can avoid the uh, right sounds you heard last week. But right. all of this stuff, if you become a patron, you guys are always, you're helping us out to create a better podcast, to pay for our hosting, 
And um, we also want to use our Patreon mon- you know, the money that you guys are helping us with becoming patrons. We don't want to just use that for paying for our expenses. We also think it would be cool to be able to buy supplies to actually create more how-to articles, more more content for the podcasts. Mm-hmm. We could buy we could be we'd be able to buy more equipment and more tools to share with you guys and just more things to review at just the more that you guys help us out with Patreon, the bigger we can make this show, the more content we can put out because we'll be able to buy more stuff to test it and you know it it, it snowballs from there. Right. So and like I said, once I when I see you at a show and we're gonna be at some we're actually we're gonna, gonna get yeah, we're actually gonna we'll, do we'll, some we'll, shows we'll, live. I think so I think um I think the one thing that we will put on our Patreon page which we'll update uh is if you become a patron we will be we'll put a private post up for the Patreon patrons mm-hmm. that what whatever shows we're gonna go to, we'll schedule some kind of meetup yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um and I know you're gonna go to the show the the fine scale show this fall. In Albany, yep. Um my dad my dad'll be there. I we're gonna be do there, but, we're gonna try to do a live a live remote broadcast from right, there as well. Right. But but we'll um we'll we'll set up some kind of a meetup when we're at the when you're up at the show. Mm-hmm. And you can meet you can meet us. We can just chat. We're not celebrities. We're not talking about a meetup where it's like, oh god, oh no. Gosh, I want to meet up and grab, grab a burger, man. You know, yeah, no, I want to no, talk I with mean, you people. I meet you. I don't say. I don't. I don't mean a meetup like like it's a fanfare thing. I just mean, yeah. you know, we'll just, just let our out. patrons know. What, we'll just let our patrons know what shows we're going to, right. and um, or what things we'll be at. And if you're going to be there, well, we can we can hook up and, and talk with you guys. Yeah. So. Uh, you know that's the one thing we're, we're just trying to the the patrons we already have we appreciate thank you guys we're going to be starting to get a little bit better equipment we're going to be starting to improve our show with it um, the the goal and it's all explained on our Patreon page the goal with it is just you know make a better show get better products uh, buy some better things to help us make more how to videos make more how to articles do some more live streaming it, all, everything like that it all compounds. Have so, some fun, not be so straight laced and goofy. And uh, we, I don't think we, don't, we are straight laced. No at all. way, no man. We're natural. This is what we do. I'm not going to sugarcoat yeah. crap. I'm not going to. Uh, that's just the way it is. You get what you see. We're the same way. When when you yeah. meet us in person, man, it's going to be the same way. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, anyways, that's it with that Patreon push again. Sorry about that. It went a little longer than I I anticipated. So, anyways. <laughs> Head on over there, patreon.com forward slash HOCL customs. As usual, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. We are actually now on Reddit. Oh. My dad doesn't know what Reddit is. He's I not, have he's, not a clue, he's, man. He's tuned out to Reddit. But for my younger <laughs> model railroaders out there that are my age, you know, late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, late 30s, whatever age, there might be 99 year olds on Reddit. I don't know. But we're on Reddit now. I know there's a pretty big model railroading group on that on Reddit. Right. So I'm gradually going to start posting some more stuff about our podcast and our blog on Reddit. So if you're on Reddit, check us out. It's just my the username is HOScale Customs. I'll be on there, and um, I'll be so, sharing some cool stuff on there. So so let's break this down real quick before we sign off. So for all you fine scale freaks out there, you you can't get enough of it, and you want to you want to hear some more stuff or read our stuff or whatever. So now we've got. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. 
Well, YouTube's kind of weak right now. We don't have much at all, if anything, up there. But we're gonna. Okay. Okay. So that we have yeah. that platform. We have Twitter. We have uh, our blog, our website. We have this podcast, and now we have Reddit, whatever the hell that is. And uh, it sounds like it sounds like uh, I don't know. It sounds like rabbit food or something. I don't know what it is. But we're on it, Twitter. Yeah. You and say Twitter. All, I just say Twitter, Dan. What else? So and on our and our podcast, you can f- tell your friends about the podcast and get as many listeners listeners as we can. There, wow, I'm slurring. Okay, again. Um, oh so gosh. we're on iTunes. We're on um, uh, it's Google Play Music. We're on iHeart. We are on uh, Spotify and a couple others. It's basically, so, if if if. An app. If there's an app out there that it offers a podcast service, we're on it. Yeah, I, and, I've and done just, my work to. I've okay. done my due diligence to get on as many places as I can, so you guys can hear us. Yeah, you've done a great job, and and here you people out there to hear this one. This is your first time. Don't just listen to this one. You can go back and you can listen to every episode from episode one on to nineteen here. So so jump right. on and, and read those, you know, or listen all to all the way them. back to number one to yep. nineteen. We've done a whole nineteen episodes. We're like we're like practically podcast experts now. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, last man. week was a test of that. Myself up. So all right, guys. All right, peace I'm out, Bosco freaks. I'm heading out. Bye later, guys. <laughs>